0: Hello everyone, it's Wednesday again, such a great day for me and I have to say I'm feeling really, really great right now. Um, I did a healing last week on Robin Kim and her son Ryan and she sent me a, some feedback which literally brought tears to my eyes. She's listening to the show right now and I really want to thank her for getting getting back to me. When you do a healing and you have no one sitting in front of you, you have no feedback, no response, You, I mean, I've learned or I'm used to, in a way, just letting it go and being what it is because that's the nature of the radio experience. And even with my meetup groups, that happens too. The people have to leave quickly and don't have a chance to say anything. And you you just often are in a position where you just, do what you want, what you do, and you, I mean, we've all been in this kind of position from time to time for different reasons, and then you have no feedback. Robin, of course, as you probably all remember, is sort of an honorary co-host, and I do see her in the meetups from time to time, and it's been a very, not only interesting journey with she and Ryan on this issue, as Ryan, if you all If some of you are new, Ryan has been diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic. In any case, um, we've been going through a journey. It's not been that long yet to do healings every few weeks on the radio. If you haven't heard them and you're interested, you might be interested in listening to them. It has been a very interesting journey for me. And I'm very fortunate because Robin does get back to me. And before I give you her feedback, I, I do just really want to say right first up off the bat how much it meant to me that she took the time to do it. And also, it's, it just really is, the feedback is really good and I'll read it to you. But it just, it just brought tears to my eyes. You know, sometimes we all, we don't always need to have people appreciate what we do, whatever it is, whether we're, we're good at any kind of job, we're a clerk, we're a a waitress, we're whatever, where it's, it's not that we need to be thanked or uh, giving good feedback all the time, but when it comes, it, it's like, oh, wow, great, thank you so much, and Robin is really good at giving me feedback, so I'm, so appreciative to her, and I'm appreciative of everyone. But it's not that I don't understand that people are busy. Sometimes it takes them a couple of weeks just to listen to the show again because their life is crazy, and the show is, you know, an hour or two. It's a lot of chunk of time that not everybody has all at once. So it's not that I don't understand perfectly why people don't give me the feedback. But when I get some some feedback on a regular basis, and it's positive feedback, I you know it really means a lot, and I wanted to share with Robin. She's on the show right now, as I said. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Robin. In any case, before I get started with the show today, I do I realize last week that I forgot to give out the number for people to call in. So if you are a live listener and you want to call in, either to ask a question, make a comment, request a healing, you may do so, and the number is six four six 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 eight. 8565, that's 646-668-8565, and again, if you are interested in requesting a healing or asking something or making comments, you can also email me at janet at com. I have not had any requests for healings today, so of course, you know, I, I never have a problem coming up with something on my own, and I have today, and you'll see. Uh, I think you'll find it really interesting. In any case, please contact me if you aren't a live listener and you listen after the fact. Do email me with anything, an idea for, for even an idea for what you might want me to talk about, give the higher self perspective on, or anything. Maybe you want to ask some questions about something you've already heard on here, and if you're not clear. A lot, a lot of listeners have heard my shows over the years, and so they may be more up to speed with some of the concepts, and however, whether you're a regular listener or one that just has come on the, on, on board recently, you can still ask, there's no stupid question, okay, and I do take time to answer. It may not be immediately in the first day or even the second day, but I always take time and I do always respond okay so that's it oh and I do want to say that I am I know most most of you are not local but if you are local I'm going to be at the Conscious Life Expo at the LAX Hilton February 6th 7th and 8th there will be all sorts of coupons and discount things if you uh, do make it there to come see me I have a booth it's T4 on the plaza lobby level level I'm not sure of the price you know how much it all costs and the parking and everything but you can go on to their website i believe it's the conscious life expo or you can google it and you'll find it easily and so i'm excited about it it's my first time out of the gate doing this kind of thing and i've made the decision very (laughs) just a short time ago i gave myself two weeks to get myself ready for this so it's not going to be all that I want it to be for me or for the people who come by, but there will be a lot of interesting things, and I do have a free talk. It's, unfortunately, because I decided so late, it's not a very good time. It's 3 o'clock on Friday the 6th, and I would love to see, I'm I'm thinking there literally may be zero people there, so if you are a listener and can make it Friday at 3 o'clock, I would appreciate it. (laughs) just i'm really excited about doing this talk because it gives me the opportunity to make the talk to to actually pull a talk together and you know prepare one because i do eventually want to go out and give many talks over the over time so i'm excited about it but i may find myself talking to myself the there was only that time available and 9 a.m on Sunday morning and I just couldn't imagine anyone getting up and making the effort to be there at 9 a.m. Sunday but hardly anyone I I'm not sure exactly what time the expo opens it might be at 3 so <laughs> it the only people that might come are people that I advertise to up front, because I think people are just walking into the expo at that time probably won't discover that there's somebody giving a free talk right at that moment so it's not a very good time but Again, I really am thrilled with the opportunity to pull pull together the talk so that I have it for any other opportunity. <laughs> so, Okay, now let's get going on the show. Um, I'm going to give you the feedback Robin sent me this morning uh, related to the healing on both her and Ryan. And she says, last week's radio show, Healing on Ryan and I, was so powerful. By way of review during the healing last week, she says Ryan's higher self, but it's really Ryan at the soul level. It, it wasn't his higher self. His higher selves are aware, but his at the soul level, Ryan at the soul level realized there might be something off in his beliefs and was rather dazed by that realization. And then she says for her, the issue of lack of self-acceptance self came up again. Yeah, this is a heavy-duty pattern we all most of all of us have some sort of lack of self-acceptance at one level or another and that the high and wait 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 okay that that those are the two things that came up that she mentioned And, and the higher self also suggested that i would i agree with ryan ryan has these delusionary kind of theories and and conspiracy theories and all sorts of things which is part of his paranoid schizophrenia and so the higher self gave her the suggestion to agree with Ryan and she says one okay to get in order to get into his world and i remember using the analogy they they prompted me with the analogy the autistic child where the parents or the therapists are often mimicking his repetitive behavior you know hitting the head on the wall or something like that they mimic it to to bond with the autistic child and to get into his world, in quotes. So that was what the Higher Self was saying. She says, one thing I've noticed, Ryan always contacts me within a day of the healings and arranges to come over within a couple of days. Now, that's interesting because the healings aren't every week. They're every, what, three weeks, I think. So that was interesting. Then she said, he was over last Friday after Wednesday's, Wednesday's healing, and we had a very good interaction. So even though there was a blow up and setback earlier in January, we're back on track and doing even better than before. Ryan said that he'd stop smoking pot. Now, that is exciting. And I don't know if the healing had anything to do with it. It most likely has helped him make that decision, but but I'm thrilled. He looked good and seemed clearer. I was clearer, too, she says, less fearful and reactive around him. And I took more interest in his genuine and his ideas based on the higher self suggestion. And that made a huge difference. And there was a genuine feeling of affection between Ryan and I. You know, this is what brought tears to my eyes. That idea that that you were starting to feel the affection for him again. Not it's not always there, but it was coming more to the forefront. I hope Ryan's visit today goes well. Also, she said that earlier, but I didn't tell you that, that Ryan was coming over later today. As you said in your presentation of po- on polarities last week, I want to stand between the polarities, so I allow for a broader viewpoint that carries understanding and empathy. I'm looking forward to your show, she says, and, you know, she thanks me a lot. So there is going to be more on polarities today. So that's good. Uh, it's a very, very... Powerful topic and actually what I'm talking to you about this polarities was going to be in my second book And I've taken the chapter out. I may end up going putting it back in, but I kind of doubt it at this point But it's so valuable the information. It's just that my book was so long guys It was way over 400 pages, and I thought it was too too much So I took out several chapters and this is one of them It is but it doesn't mean I can't share it over the, over the radio, right? So just to, for those, uh, today's healing, by the way, is going to be a generic healing, because we have I haven't had a request for a healing. I am going to do it on one of the polarities that I'm going to talk about just just now, and that's the conflict between the male nature and the female nature. Every soul has carries both. We we and part of the journey through the human kingdom universe is to come to develop and understand and unfold and bring into balance each side of the nature and then with the the two natures together so the so polarities simply means right and wrong good or bad male female up down (laughs) black white it's by polarity what i mean is that we often stand just to review a little bit, because I did talk about it last week, we often stand with these uh, in this world of opposites, and the The reason why I talk about polarities is because when you stand solidly in one opposite or the other, no matter what it is, it makes the other opposite wrong, bad not right in some way, incorrect. And so it's very exclusive in nature and there's conflict. There's a natural or a resulting automatic conflict. So if you're standing on this belief over here is right and this is who I am and this is what I believe in, well, anybody who believes over here on the left is wrong. So it doesn't breed understanding or empathy there's it's exclusive in nature rather than inclusive and when we live in a state a polarity state which we all do because that's the nature of the human condition we've been trained this way we've been taught nobody says well you do have to live in a polarity state but we've all been taught right and wrong good and bad up and down black and white so even those of us who are very open-minded and see both sides and accept both sides you have to understand that we've had eons of lifetimes where that hasn't been the case because there just was no room for it in the cultures or societies or the planets that we were on today in this life on this planet we have that open acceptance is very much more out there than it ever was and it seems like every year it just continues to expand and it is continuing to expand it's great news so maybe We are very inclusive and very understanding and we don't anchor ourselves in one side of the right-wrong arguments about whatever we're talking about. That's wonderful, but but we have to understand, if you remember from a couple weeks ago, I talked about the soul and the mind. As we've gone through each life, we've taken on the thoughts, the, the actions, the habits, the emotional blueprints the ideas the concepts the beliefs the self-identities as we live through that life when we lay aside the body all of that merges at the soul level you can view the soul as the minds of the past and with each life the soul grows in experience it grows in understanding it grows in ideas unfortunately many of them are in conflict Many of them, because we've had a life as a Buddhist, we've had a life as a, you know, tribal lives where we believe in multiple gods, or we, we believe in totems, we've had lives, Christian lives, uh, lives as Muslims, Jews, everything. We've had all sorts of types of lives, so we we carry... We've had lives where we've been atheists or agnostic. We have lives where there's virtually no spirituality available and it's all, or all spirituality spiritualities, just all about the church or the something. So we carry all of that inside, including, including, which is the polarity I'm going to be working or talking about today. We're also carrying ideas about male and female because we've come into each of these lives, sometimes as males and sometimes as females. And so we take away from many of those lives ideas and concepts about the males or men or females. So it is one of the many things we come away from lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And just like any other soul scramble, any other confusion, we often Come away, and have, and we often, we, we've all built up misunderstandings, misconceptions, confusions, all sorts of issues at the soul level with the male nature and the female nature. So, um, now, the now, now here, okay, here's the deal. Wherever we find ourselves, okay, never mind, forget that, I already said that, okay, because I have notes here, guys. All right, now, last week when I was talking, I gave an example of a a client that I had that had a conflict within her female nature, so part of her female nature really appreciated and loved and valued her as as a female, and there was another part that did not, And it was that part that was giving her some issues. She'd was she had a couple of miscarriages and had just come to the point where she decided to have child again. And so we we went in there to try to resolve whatever was happening on that level. And I found this conflict between two different parts of her female nature. So that's absolutely possible, too. We have all sorts of conflicts, guys. (laughs) We really do. Uh, anyway, but I want to tell you about what happened for me because of course my best example always comes for me because I tend to remember it, I tend to write them down, I tend to uh, discuss it with people that I'm working with and or whatever and so I'm going to give you an example of what happened for me. One day and this was a number of years ago and this This really brought home to a personal level, a conflict, because I knew about these conflicts. It's not like it was news, but somehow, because often we are completely unaware of the conflicts in this life. You may be a man, you may be a woman, you have whatever uh, life you have often we we just aren't even aware that there are conflicts between the male and female nature or within a one of the natures, like the one I just mentioned, we're not aware. And that's kind of what, where I was, I was aware intellectually that this kind of thing happened, but I hadn't been personalized for me yet. And I want to share that with you because I think you're going to find it interesting and come to understand how these old things can add up that have an effect, even if we're not aware. Okay, so I was out. Guess what I was working on? My financial lack, okay? And I was doing all this neutralizing, and all of a sudden, well, I don't know if it was all of a sudden, but then the higher self came in, and they started to explain something to me. Luckily, I was on a long walk because this was really intense, and there was a lot of information. I'm going to paraphrase it for you here. Now, they came in and they said, in my early days of the journey in the human kingdom, my male nature had become a, involved with the accumulation of wealth at the expense of spirit, spirituality and just about everything else, too. I, I got that it was at the expense of relationships and everything. He also had lived lifetimes in the, those early lifetimes where war was prevalent and the where the winning side would go and rape and pillage those on the losing side. We've all heard of that because that used to be on this planet too, but this was not on this planet. Anyway, my when my male side was involved in that kind of war society, he took part because it wasn't only allowed, it was expected that that's what she did. Now, what happened was... <laughs> That the male side of my nature disgusted my feminine nature, okay, so my feminine side early on began to distance herself from the male nature because she felt loathing and distrust, and she didn't want any of that quote unquote disgusting behavior to rub off on her, okay, <laughs> which meant me okay so I'm you know the higher staff are getting me this information, I'm thinking, okay. Then he she said the higher self said, as a result, over time the female my female nature had built a symbolic but very real energetic wall between the two parts of myself. And in addition, I would go to the opposite extreme of what I perceived in my male nature. So here again the polarities are becoming active. What happened was I dedicated my life to the spiritual path to the point of great self-sacrifice and great self-denial because I didn't want to in any way, shape, or form be like my male side. And I also wanted to, quote-unquote, make up for what I perceived was lacking in my male side. Okay, So I'm thinking, okay, who knew? I mean, I had no idea. Then... This was a real interesting thing. The higher self activated the male side of me, and this conglomerate male part of me talked to me, and I had a a visual or an image, and it was as if the male side came and presented a, a kind of a face right in front of my face. So I'm out walking, so my eyes are open, but I'm sensing this male uh, presence very clearly, and they did that so that I could actually talk with it It's just easier to have something to talk to, I guess. So that's what the higher self did for me. Anyway, he told me that he didn't want the wall up anymore, especially because it was no longer relevant. That was interesting. He said he'd been very hurt and felt abandoned by my turning away from him, and he was hoping to heal the pattern. He explained that early on, he too had figured out the error of his ways. And he'd moved out into many more lifetimes to take on spiritual endeavors. Now, I'm sure when I lay aside the body, I'm aware of it. But when I come in and take on the body, there is no awareness. So he's bringing it to my conscious mind by telling me this. So anyway, he said that I continued to maintain the trust of him while I was uh, while in body, so that despite the understanding while I'm out of body, I was unable to break through my soul mind barrier while in body and it's still there. Okay. So I, so even though he had continued to create balance in his life after those early lives, I continued to strive to be as different as possible because of my erroneous perceptions of him. So for example, I would choose to live with as little financial support because at the moment I felt myself doing well and succeeding material, I would be materially, I was afraid I was becoming like him and he wasn't even like that anymore. And then I would sabotage myself. So that's how it would play out in my, I wasn't aware consciously that I was sabotaging my financial arena because I wanted to be different than my male. I wasn't aware of that at all. But that's how it continued to work in my life pattern. Okay? So even if we're not aware of these things, we are still being led around by the nose, by our belief systems and the energetics that we carry. All right. Meanwhile, the male nature had had pursued spiritual and Endeavors and had worked very much on his intuitive nature and he'd also had time in those balanced lifetimes to develop his psychic abilities And what I was doing by walling him off was I'm I'm walling off His abilities which are really my own abilities because they're part of me So I was walling off my ability to tap into his gifts and talents that he'd developed Okay also, he told me that he had more physical strength than I did, and so I, if the wall came down, I could tap into that too. He also explained that his ability to accumulate wealth, where it was sort of this overriding focus in the early part of his sojourn, he and he was no longer like that, he told me that he was able to create wealth for him, he's very good at business, he's very good at creating wealth, and therefore he would use that to support himself while he pursued his spiritual endeavors. He had a very balanced, he had the ability to create wealth, and he had a balance now in his life pattern. So he had a lot to share with me if I would take down this wall. So I was amazed, but I understood, and I became aware at that point of the deep shame I carried about my male side very deep shame I was ashamed of my male side and that was the absolute aha moment the aha moment that I was ashamed of myself because the female nature is part of the same soul so I was ashamed of the male side so in fact in effect I'm ashamed of myself and that was oh my gosh that brought it home so solid for me, and I also realized that I was so focused on the spiritual side because I had done this opposite approach from the male, go away from you know that I'd sabotage myself, and that I was as equally out of balance that as the perception I had of the male self being all about the material. We both had been. I was still out of balance. He had already found the balance in his life patterns his life experiences, but I had not. I was still way out of balance, way too focused and way too self-sacrificing and not bringing in that neutrality. So needless to say, guys, I dove into neutralizing this male-female conflict and all the misunderstandings, all the shame, and you know, the judgments, the hurts, the false beliefs. And I watched the wall begin to disintegrate and dissolve it was really a profound experience and at the end the two of us the two natures joined in one accord now i experienced some very definite shifts in my pattern afterwards the one thing that was immediate and and kind of mind-blowing is i go to the gym and have for i don't know six eight 10 years. I've been going on a fairly regular basis. I've had different trainers and at that time my trainer had me on what I would call kind of a maintenance thing. It was never like I was going to get any stronger and he just would have the same weight for me every time I went in. And, you know, I'd go a couple of times a week and I just thought, oh, okay, I guess this is this is it. I Anyway, immediately when I went the next time, Out of the blue, he raised the weight. The The next week, he raised it again. The next week, he raised it again. It was amazing, and of course, I never talked to him about the work that I do, and I just went home and went, oh my gosh, look at that. (laughs) That was pretty darn cool. Now, I'm not any weightlifter type person, but I could, with the connection and the merging with the male side, I was able to tap into more strength, and that felt good to me. It was, in a completely, in my mind, an objective result because, because as I said, he knew nothing. I never shared anything. The his actions came from what he felt and saw. You know, these trainers are pretty good. They can pick up pretty physically about your physical body pretty well and so it just came from his own observations now my material good is definitely more balanced and certainly my intuition or my psychic abilities keep improving i don't have any immediate ties with that but i mean like an immediate result result but i have to say that my self-doubt lessened completely because I feel like the courage and the conviction of the male nature is now merged with me. It's much, I I felt stronger inside in a way that, of course, it's difficult to, you know, you don't know what you would have felt if you hadn't done the neutralizing. But I hadn't felt that before. I mean, sure, I have I've always had a kind of inner strength, I've always had conviction, I've always had that kind of thing, but it really upticked after this healing, because I felt that male nature, you know, men tend to be sure of themselves and confident and strong and approach the world and a in, in you know, I'm talking to the choir here, guys, you know what I mean, and I felt much more connected to those kind of feelings now. Since that time, I've found inside me many conflicts within, some involving the male and female nature, some between them, you know, inside the male or inside the female. And, And, you know, they were really all over the map and I've worked on them. And if you've listened to the healings over this year, you most likely I've talked about various conflicts at the soul level. I don't I I really have no idea which ones because I don't know, but these battles within are something we're all dealing with and much of these are held at the unconscious level and that makes it harder to get to the bottom of and that's one of the reasons why I'm bringing this polarity thing and this belief system situation. I'm bringing it to you guys to give you some fodder to work on because I didn't know what I carried and but once I was open to my conflict with a male and female I then began to see that possibility more and more and I'd go in and ask or or see have a client with one of them some sort of conflict and then I would say oh I wonder if I have that so too you know so I would even though we don't know consciously what's going on all of this information is really fodder to, to dig. We've lived so many lives and we don't know what they are. And we don't know all the belief systems and all the self identities. So why not use these things as fodder? So that is why I decided, and I have a lot more on the polarities to talk about. It's all fascinating, and maybe I'll end up doing more of the polarities next week i'm not sure but i decided i'm going to go right now so i've just talked about the male female conflict i'm going to go right now to a healing on this for all of the listeners past present and future okay so i'm going to set it up the higher self gave me the very easy symbol to use for this healing all of the listeners will be involved, and what the higher selves are going to do, they're going to lead me through a generic or a conglomerate healing of all of you, and myself, I'm sure, will be in there, uh, the, it, be in there too, although I don't set it up specifically like that, but I bring us into a state of one accord, as you know, and then I'm going to have a conglomerate symbol for all of you guys. So, And the higher selves will bring up issues to me, just like they do for an individual. And each and every one of you that are listening, you might relate more to some of the issues than others, but go for it. Neutralize whatever comes up, because the higher selves will be leading me through this. And remember, we're amalgamated with a conglomerate higher selves, so I am amalgamated with the totality of the higher selves, as are each of you, the totality of the higher selves of all the past, present, and future listeners, so this is great. Now, if any one of you know somebody and you're thinking right off the bat, "Gee, maybe they have an issue, you can call them in. I'm going to use the the wagon wheel symbol to start it all start us all off. If you can call in anybody you know and have them stand on the rim with us. It's fine, they don't have to be actually listening. You can call them in. I'm just going to for sure activate as it always is the past, present, and future listeners so that so that's how we're gonna do it. So now I want everybody to take a deep breath, make yourself comfortable, take a deep breath or two or three, and relax. Again, I usually encourage people to keep their eyes shut. There is a danger of falling asleep, but that's okay. You always will have the access to the archive of the show if you want to hear, again, what happened. The energy is very intense, and people do fall asleep, and there's no harm, no foul. Just if you wake up or if you find yourself drifting off, you can try to return to that focus of attention. But if you can't in the moment, it's just too tired or, or whatever, you can just listen to the show again. Okay. I'm just would like to encourage everyone to focus on my voice. You can be aware of whatever's happening around you in the background. It could be traffic or dogs barking or electronic noise as the refrigerator turns on. It can be people speaking or talking or going up and down stairs. Whatever it might be, allow it to fade into the background and just focus on my voice. Focus on my voice. This is a simple technique to bring the mind's eye in to begin the state of conscious focus. The important thing about focus is that that conscious focus of attention is our turn-on switch To activate the divine energies that we all have access to, equal access to, no one needs to be, no one is more special or more competent or more anything. Every single individual is has access to all these energies, and we use the focus of attention to turn on. And give permission to the divine energy to work, do the healing work for us. Okay, now, you can also use the technique of focusing on the physical body, the position of the arms and legs and hands and feet and how it contacts the couch or chair or floor or table or whatever you might be contacting. I want to... Just bring that focus of attention in. And as we do this, the attention is brought into the now moment. And I am seeing on the rim of that wagon wheel that I just mentioned earlier, that symbolic wagon wheel with the rim around a hub and then spokes that connect the rim with the hub. That's the kind of wagon wheel I'm speaking of. And I see all of you standing around the... Symbolically standing around the rim, and I'm seeing the now moments popping up. Pop, 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 pop. And it's interesting, they don't happen all at once. It's as if we all activated in our own timing. And I'm now seeing it complete. At this point in time, before I continue, if anybody has somebody that they would like to bring, to participate in this healing, whether they're here or not, whether they know or not, it makes no difference. And I do see some individuals moving on to the rim. That must mean I have some live listeners, or it could be people from, I guess, the future now, and I'm perceiving it, uh, perceiving it, even though it's from the future now. Doesn't matter. The In fact, there are more people that have joined us, and I'm going to encourage the higher self to help them activate the now moment and I'm seeing the now moment for the newcomers absolutely being activated and now we're going to expand this energy field as you must remember or must know if you're listen to me before, we're going to expand this energy field. It's like a balloon that pops up around all of us, but it doesn't have solid size. It's energy. And because it's energy, we can manipulate it with our focus of attention. And I want everyone to focus on expanding this energy field. And it's going to be big, bigger and bigger and bigger to encompass the totality of the past, present, and future now. It grows to encompass the totality of our soul process, through our journey in the human kingdom it is absolutely gigantic in nature the because it begins with a time we were all expressed very first as minerals so in the mineral kingdom so the the time the forever now moment that includes the totality of who we are is huge it goes back eons and eons and infinite eons of time and that's why i see it crossing the universe the space of the universe because we've been on so many different planets thousands and thousands and tens of thousands so the forever now moment encompasses the totality of all of that all that we've experienced in the space of the universe But it also is carrying the encompassing the totality of the time that we've been around as souls. Because the minute we've been expressed as a mineral, that's the beginning of the soul. And it's the soul's journey from mineral that is all the way up through and beyond the human kingdom that is encompassing the totality of who we are. So it's a continuum of space. And the continuum of time. And so I call it the time-space continuum. It is gigantic because we have a lot of people here. A lot, a lot, a lot of people. We've been all over the human kingdom universe. And I have to say, it feels like it encompasses the total, total universe, but maybe not. I really don't know. But it's huge. Okay. At this point in time, we're going to use that focus of attention to focus on that pure soul essence light we carry. Again, we don't worry about the words. It's a term that represents the energy that we all carry from the originating source. I liken it to the DNA from originating source. Just like we have DNA in every cell of our body, no matter how it's what how the cell is expressing, we have the totality of the DNA in each and every cell. It's the same with the pure soul essence. We each carry the totality. Of originating source everything that it was it is and is becoming the totality it's a constant connection for all of these eons of time it is an energy it exchanges information energy and experience back and forth with the originating source it is a connects us to all there is we are part of all there is and it also connects us to the totality of all there is so The focus of attention needs to be on this pure soul essence. I like to use the symbol of a sun, as the sun itself is so big and so powerful, that helps to immediately connect to the incredible power this pure soul essence carries. It's only potential power until we become aware that we have it and how to use it and what it is there for and how it benefits us. And boy, we're really lucky because we do have that awareness and we know also the techniques on how to use it. So we're turning potential power into real power in this in this healing and any healing that you, you would do for yourself using this Pure Soul Essence. So I want us all to focus on that incredibly beautiful divine sunlight, having it pulse. Beam out just like our sun beams out throughout the totality of our solar system and even across the universe. I want you to see our pure soul essence, symbolic sun beaming out its divine energies throughout the totality of our physical body that we're in now. It's also beaming into all of the physical bodies we've ever carried in any life. So it's moving into the past nows and the future nows. It is also going to be. Moving in through and around the totality of the soul mind, all of the energetics that we carry, not just at the physical level but at the soul mind level and so the the sunlight the symbolic sunlight is pulsing throughout the totality of this forever now moment now the because we are all doing that and it's all happening, the light is Filling it, it is so brilliant and beautiful and intense and uh, powerful, and it joins us all in one accord. We are all operating as pure and perfect instruments in this space of amalgamation with our pure soul essence, our conscious amalgamation our conscious giving it permission to move in through and around us just going this far is a very powerful in itself because we are moving these divine energies giving them permission to move in through and around us we are using our conscious mind to consciously do it in consciousness is, is power and so that's what we're doing right now guys okay now The next step is simply to to now call in and become one with and amalgamate with the totality of the conglomerate higher selves the higher selves from each and every individual that's going to be part of this healing and there are many many here I'm not good with numbers so I don't know how many, and I'm only seeing a symbol anyway. So the symbol could have 12 people on there, but there could be 12 million for all I know. So in any case, I don't even know how many are on the symbol, so I can't even begin to estimate that. But there's a a pretty good number, as I'm perceiving. And we're amalgamated with the totality of this conglomerate energy of the higher selves, It has added another whole layer of remember the higher self come from that fifth dimensional framework, which is also part of divine will. The free will is in the human kingdom. And so once the the souls graduate and move up into the fifth dimensional realm, they take on the divine will. We also have to invite in the higher self. They're with us always. They impress us. They give us ideas, but in the free will kingdom we either hear them or don't. They can't push us or force us to do anything or to pay attention. They and, and when we invite them in, we open up that connection with them and allow the our own more highly evolved parts of our parts of ourselves to be more actively integrated into our life pattern. So just amalgamating with the higher self at the conscious level is a really powerful thing to do if you did nothing else but just the pure soul essence and the higher self. You have 15 seconds or a minute somewhere and you just amalgamate. You are empowering that connection, that conscious connection between you and the, and the higher frequency energies that you carry but they can't force themselves on you. Okay, now we're going to do the last step of the amalgamation, which is to become one with the originating source of all there is. What I see now is that the that dark energy that I've spoken of over the last few weeks is instead of us moving to it, that dark energy is moving and surrounding us. It is a huge, huge field of energy that can encompass the totality of the forever now moment. Remember, it is not dark in the sense of bad or evil. It's simply, it's an energy we actually carry. It's creative life force energy. It is an energy that carries the innate desire to create, to become, to give birth to, to manifest, to express. And it's very powerful field of energy here. It works with the... It is part of the divine light, but I I think the higher self are uh, differentiating it for me because they want to emphasize that we are um, moving in, in a way to, I would say, another... an expansion around the healing that I've been doing all along. It expands the healing because... Just being aware consciously of this energy adds power. And so they're they're differentiating it. It's almost like when light goes through a prism, you can see the different colors. And that's the various colors make up light. Now that's a way of differentiating the elements of of light. It's the same way they are differentiating this dark energy, energy we already carry, it's already part of the divine light, but they are bringing it in, differentiating it in a way it doesn't make it not part of it it is also divine but they want us to know in consciousness the power of this differentiated out energy because it is the energy that creates and brings the emergence of the new so the totality of the light is dissolving neutralizing uh, moving in and Changing the nature of all the energetics and the belief systems and doing all of those wonderful things, but simultaneously now and I have a feeling not too long down the line they 're not going to differentiate from the dark energy anymore. I think it's a learning thing right now for all of us but but right now that dark energy is simultaneously working to recreate, rebuild empower bring us to a state of emergence. Uh, we are shedding, through the healing, the encrustments, the the anchors, the tethers, the false beliefs, the self-identities that hold us stuck, the prisons. Whatever you want to define it. And you've heard me talk about all these kind of things. So simultaneously, even though I'm not able to focus on everything all at once, but even if I were... I wouldn't be able to say it all at once. So what I get is certain threads and then I go to a different picture and different picture, different idea, different concept. And what happens is, but it's all happening at once. The, the, changing the nature of and the dissolving of the old and the rebuilding of the new is happening simultaneously. And it's not only happening in this life, it's happening throughout the time-space continuum. It's happening both at the physical level and the etheric level. This is a powerful energetic state. Powerful, powerful, powerful. It is an accelerant. There's something about this energy that does seem to accelerate and which probably means that The planet itself has moved up another frequency level and is allowing the consciousness to, to allowing me or anybody else to bring this into consciousness and to begin to utilize it. Okay, so now we're back to the wheel because we're all engulfed in a tremendous amount of incredibly powerful energy right now. We're all standing on the rim of the wheel and there's the spokes now uh, are... Going to the hub. Now what I'm seeing being presented on the hub, guys, is that symbol, that image that I got earlier because I was just sort of saying to the higher self, you know, how am I going to do this exactly? And they just flashed me the symbol and it made sense to me at the time. So here's what it is. I'm seeing a person just and that person is just a symbol and it's representative of all of us. And it doesn't matter whether some of us are male and some of us are female in body now, that makes no difference. What they're showing me is a kind of a humanoid shape, and now what they're doing is they're separating almost symbolically down the middle, but of course it's never quite like that uh, they're separ the The image is now separating, and I 'm seeing a female on one side and a male on the other side and this is simply to represent the female nature within all of us and the male nature within all of us. Okay. And now what I'm seeing is I'm seeing, Oh my gosh, this is so interesting. Um, I'm seeing walls being built between the male and the female. But the interesting thing is it's all different kind of walls. I'm seeing like a steel plate wall. I'm seeing like brick walls i'm seeing some go all the way up and the female, male female nature can't see one another uh, some of them are low the brick one is very low it only comes to like knee height <laughs> it's all sorts of walls it's just so interesting so maybe they represent different aspects that they're going to be bringing out for the healing and i think what i need to do is the the sense that they're that I have, is that I need to address one wall at a time, and the different walls will represent different conflicts or different issues or different misunderstandings that are going on between the male and the female nature. Okay, so now let me do that, guys. I'm going to go for it's hard to even pick which wall to go to. Um, I would say, symbolically, I would go, let's let's go with, um, I don't know. I keep trying to get, go away from the big, massive steel wall, but that keeps drawing me back there. So I'm going to start with this massive, maybe three, four, five inches of pure titanium steel, if such a thing exists. I mean, it is massive. And it is between the male and the female nature. It's massive in thickness and it's massive in height. And this is going to be a very interesting healing. And everybody, please take part. When I start to talk about focus on sending light there or whatever the issue is, become active and help me with this because we're all in this together. And okay, 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 okay. I know what this one is. This one is, this one is carrying from so many lifetimes that we've all been in the judgments of one sex being better than the other. I see tribal societies here where the males were the hunters or were the strong ones who were the chiefs or the Uh, shamans or the spiritual leaders in some way the males were considered all powerful and had a much higher standing than the female and so in these societies whether you were male or female you would come away with the belief that the males are powerful and the females are not so as I start talking about these every issue that I'm talking about I'm seeing the light kind of all this powerful light we have here Act, actively beginning to disintegrate a part of this wall not this wall is containing many many belief systems. there are also belief systems too that the uh that the female is weak the the female is powerless there are societies and we have some in this planet too where the female is definitely a second class citizen that the the um That they uh, can't own property, they can't choose who they want to marry, where they can't, whatever, they can't inherit, they can't, whatever. So there's a whole bunch of societies all along that line where the female doesn't get a equal share. So this inequality is another big, big thing that's part of this wall that somehow, in so many societies, the males and the females were unequal, and so we came through and lived through those societies, and whether we were men or or females, men or women, we came through those societies believing in those equalities. We just absorbed inequalities, we just absorbed it like osmosis. We literally just took it in, it was surrounded us from the moment we moved into the life patterns, and we came away. Now, of course, there are societies where males uh, were not seen as, there are matriarchal societies not only on this planet, but on many planets where the males themselves were not considered equals, that the females were always the chiefs or the, the heads. And a lot in the spiritual world too, even though there were certainly many spiritual worlds where the men were leaders in the in the And there are also many spiritual worlds where the females were considered the powerful ones, the oracles, the the divine divination, the diviners, or the, you know, the ones that had a closer, were able to tune into the higher spiritual guidance, whatever it was in those lifetimes. So there's a lot of that where the females, they're, they're also, um, Oh, this is interesting there are also a lot of ideas here so as i'm going i'm watching the 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 light it's almost like every time i pick a place uh, I pick an issue there's a new place on this wall that's being dissolved okay it's almost like a liquid plumber or something dissolvent or acid or something i mean acid sounds too harsh but but that idea eating away at the wall and, and the parts of the wall now, are it's a weakening because we have now light, this healing, neutralizing, intensely powerful light dissolving a lot of these beliefs. Okay, there are also ones where there's a lot of inequalities as parents, mother, father. So the the whole idea here is that, you know, there's a lot of generic kind of belief systems. The woman is in charge of the children and needs to stay at home and can't be a hunter or can't be a breadwinner or, or whatever the society is. And males, on the other hand, you know, are incompetent and capable at being um able to raise the children they don't understand, they're not this, they're not that, and so there's this whole thing that that many different societies have uh, developed belief systems, and there are societies, believe it or not, where the females were basically slaves, and when they had children, they were either, either given away, or even the fathers would, or an uncle or something would take care of the children because the females were considered the workhorses. They were the ones out in the fields. They were the ones doing whatever needed to be done to sustain the culture. So, and some of these societies that I'm getting pictures of from the higher selves are really not even on this planet, but they did exist on other planets. We have gone through societies like this and the, so there's a lot of this, also, a lot of this inequality related to the parental the parental issues, uh, parental roles. Now, now, here's the thing. I don't want anyone to think, well, there are some inequalities because the female can nurse and the male cannot. That's not what is being addressed here. What's being addressed is not... It's not what. Remember, we don't go to the either-or thing where it's either females have an important role in child building or they have no role. It's not like that. We're trying to find balance here, where both parties have important roles. Both parties are equal in the sense that they're both bringing whatever they can or would bring, depending on the the issue. And instead of being knee-jerk and we just automatically make assumptions because we're carrying these old beliefs, that we actually approach a situation without the knee-jerk judgments, the knee-jerk uh, criticism, the knee-jerk assumptions. We don't want to go there. We want to neutralize all this stuff that we've taken on from lifetimes. And remember, <laughs> we've been in more than one society of similar nature so because we've been so many lives tens and tens and hundreds of thousands of lives as humans it's a lot so you better believe we've been in multiple societies with a similar kind of belief systems so they play out in different ways and there's a lot of knee-jerk assumptions going on at the soul level and we're not aware of it if we live in a society now like you know i do that i'm female and there's a lot of equality now we've earned a lot of equality we've fought you know we've worked for it and there's is it it perfect no but boy we're way ahead of some of these societies i'm picking up now so we may not even be aware that we still carry that stuff and but we do so okay so what i'm seeing is wow i'm checking back into the the wall and it is unbelievable it has been tackled quite a bit. It's funny, it's not evenly spaced, the spaces, but it is really, it's almost like it's strategic and it's beginning to allow the wall to crumble without us having to neutralize every little part of it. The It's almost as if there's been this wide slash From the top of one side all the way down to the bottom of another side but it was happening in bits and pieces that finally connected and the big part of the wall now is just literally falling over into the light now that's the part that was literally cut off and whatever those belief systems are I'm not sure I'm not being shown what they are what whatever is going on the conflicts the I want us to just direct light to that piece of wall. I want everybody to just make sure that that wall too gets dissolved. We we don't want it to rebuild itself because it's still there. Remember it's you know, it's not like a a real wall could rebuild itself, but an energetic wall can. So we want to we want to just neutralize the heck out of that. And it was almost as if it fell into a vat of this neutralizing stuff. And it's really going well. Thank you, everybody, for sending that, you know, all that focus, focused light in there. The rest of the wall is still standing. It looks a little bit like the Great Wall of China. Um, it's still pretty pretty intense. Um, it's much, much lower. Part of it is only to maybe the ankles or the knee, and the rest of it goes, it doesn't go as quite as high as it was, but it does seem to be over the head. But now the male and the female, symbolically on each side though, is able to perceive the other part of itself, the other side. And uh, now I'm just being drawn to their interaction. Again, it's symbolic, so I'm doing sort of a conglomerate, but it's as if there's a sense now between the male and the female of at least bringing into the awareness that they exist. Even though they would have the awareness, remember it's just a symbol, but it's as if they didn't pay attention. They closed off that part and avoided at all costs the, the, the need to deal with it it was an avoidance thing and so now i see these two parts of of ourselves the male and the female looking at one another and just for the first time in a long time taking each other in and i'm i'm going to and what i'm seeing now is that the the rebuilding part of the energy this creative life force part is really working now on the male and the female side and they are it is rebuilding the awareness of one another rebuilding the acceptance of one another rebuilding the understanding of one another and the forgiveness of one another and i'm seeing the whole nature of the two sides shifting it's really interesting guys uh, maybe some of you are seeing something similar it doesn't matter if you have the same symbol or not because it's not the symbol that's important it's the energy behind it and we all can come up with different symbols but I'm just seeing a really it's a it's a very uh, heartening kind of thing going on between for each of them and as this energy is rebuilding, there is this more of a sense of serenity because the opposite nature created for one, for each side, a lot of fear, worry, like I had the worry that I might become like my male side. There's all of that. There's shame here. So so not only is the rebuilding happening, but I'm really now focusing on the dissolving of much more of the the issues of avoidance, the issues of resistance, the issues of um, criticism and judgment of one another, the issues of what, the polarity issues of wanting to be the opposite, just like I had. There is just a lot of issues being worked on, and I'm seeing both of them now sort of standing as the energies are working to dissolve these. Um gosh, all the hurts, the wounds, the misunderstandings, the misconceptions, as the energies are working to dissolve that, the empowering process, the emergence of each side of the nature being more whole, more uh complete, more healthy, more balanced, is for each side of the nature, which is actually what we what we spend a lifetimes doing trying to make. Each side of our nature, whole, balanced, equal, uh, enlightened, uh, sensitive, everything connected to the self, uh, self self-aware. And that is happening right now for each side of the nature. It's really great. Wow. So I guess it was important that we work on that big wall. Now, I'm looking back at what was left over of the wall. The part that fell into the pool is almost gone. The pool of light that was dissolving it the other part that looks a little bit to me like the wall of china the great wall of china not quite that big or substantial but sort of some similar to me of one portion of it not the whole thing just a portion of it um is still there and i don't know that we're going to get to that today but I do feel a tremendous amount of movement having happened. Now, I do still seeing some of the other walls. Now, I, my attention is being drawn to the brick wall that's not very high, in fact. It's not very high. It is um, probably knee height, maybe thigh height. I don't, maybe not as high as the thigh, probably knee height. And it's maybe. Six or eight bricks wide, it's wider than the other wall, but it's not as substantial, and I really want to see what this is because i'm I feel I'm being led here because we could tackle this today and get this done before I close the healing down I don't want to leave anything undone that we could do today, so okay, so let me check out this brick wall okay this. This brick wall. It's interesting that it's made of bricks because the bricks, to me, symbolically are the many elements of, of more minor misunderstandings and misconceptions that go on between the male and the female nature. They aren't overwhelming, overcoming, or something to you know to avoid one another at all costs. And the bricks have built up this this wall, it's not, as I said, as high or as substantial as that steel thing, but it is still, there's a lot of pieces here. And what my sense is, the higher self are directing us to uh, focus the energy on the mortar between the bricks because the wall is mostly substantial because the bricks are sort of welded to each other and have this interconnected kind of feeling. And so what we want to do is we want to... uh, We want to send the light into the mortar between the bricks because each brick single uh, alone isn't that heavy duty. It's more residues, more leftover smaller things that have not been dealt with than they are, you know, individually. They aren't that big, but you put them all together and you put this mortar on. The mortar of the belief system, well, if a male is this, then it has to be that too. And that's immediately a mortar mortar between two belief systems it's as if there's little stuff that is now connected in our mind's eye in our belief system in our experiences that so that we need to get rid of that mortar and so i don't know if i'll get any of the particular issues but my feeling is we have limited time on the radio and what i need to do is we need to just address this mortar and it is oh my gosh the minute i said that the bricks just you know you've seen these old stone walls or old brick walls that are really falling down and they just you know they're bricks all around or they're stones all around and that's what happened this wall just began to crumble it was as if the mortar itself was the weak link that's what we went for we went for the the connections that we have the the corollaries well if this If A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. And unfortunately, a lot of it was based on misunderstandings. And so those aren't necessarily, um, at least for this wall, they're not as difficult to get to. And so I'm really, really, really watching the mortar dissolving. Yay, guys. This is so great. And the wall now is just falling down. It is absolutely the bricks are still there they're just sort of lying on the symbolic ground and both the male and the female are taking a look at it now they're looking at each other they're looking back down and they are just acknowledging that they had built even though it wasn't a huge wall they kind of acknowledging to themselves that how almost how ridiculous you know we 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 built this wall and it was really, I mean, ridiculous isn't really quite right because we do it because that's what we believe is right. And it comes from what we've been taught and all of that. So it's not ridiculous in that sense, but they realize now how really that wall was not that strong. It was really weak because it didn't take much to kind of make it all fall apart. And they realized they're, okay. What's happening now is the two of them are getting a sense of their own internal true nature, their true power. They see that the the and by power I don't mean the kind of negative power we we often associate that word with. I mean the true uh, pure soul essence power. They're they're starting to see and connect with the fact that they're much more whole, they're much more, um, there's so much more to them to and to the other one in such a positive way that they hadn't seen before. They're like, oh my gosh, wow. And so now I'm really feeling with this realization, with this understanding that they they really are whole and it isn't about having to it isn't about male versus female in whatever way it, they are uh, the, the bricks themselves are beginning to be dissolved because it's as if all of us here, all of us that are part of this healing are just allowing now giving permission for the light to come in and dissolve those bricks we don't need to know the specifics here we why activate those old belief systems instead let's just neutralize them we we really weren't aware most of them were there anyway because they're from so many other lives so let's just dissolve it now the good news is uh, I see the male and the female now turning toward each other and there's an extension symbolic. This is symbolic guys because obviously they aren't two people there. It's just a symbol. And they are extending their hands toward one another and I feel them holding, reaching forward to hold their hands. Now there are other issues here. I do see other walls. I they I'm not getting a clear picture on them, but there's still other stuff and that one big wall isn't completely neutralized. So it isn't like, okay, we're done, no more problems. But what's happened is that the male and female nature of uh, our male and female natures are now acknowledging one another. They are reaching out to one another. Um, They are more accepting of themselves and each other. Their viewpoints have been expanded. Now, this will affect. If you're male in this life, it will affect relationships with a female. And if you're female, it will affect relationships with a male. How the effect will play out in each individual's life, I don't know. But because there's more acceptance here on some level, more understanding, there's an expansion of the options and possibilities of how you're going to relate to the opposite sex. And the reason is that a lot of the knee-jerk Automatic assumptions, whether we were whether they were conscious or not, are have been dissolved and have been rendered new, new, uh, neutral, are rendered harmless, and so it allows us to see with new eyes, to experience with new eyes, to uh, have new ideas, new insights, new ways of relating, whether they'll be just a bit here or a bit there, whether it'll be massive, each individual will experience in their own way. But there is now a connection going on here, and my sense is that for different people, the connection will be deeper. Uh, There is isn't a connection for everyone, or I would not have gotten this as a conglomerate symbol. But of course, we're all going to play it out at the level that our soul agrees to play it out, at the level that our soul can take in this healing. I have a really good feeling about it, though, for people. I have a really good feeling about it. So, so it's, it's not only going to help our acceptance of our own opposite nature, it is also going to help us with the acceptance of the opposite sex on some level. There's going to be new things going on. I'm not seeing the total merger yet, Maybe I'll do that in another healing. We'll work on this together again. And we'll see if we can get the female and the male nature to merge, so to speak, or amalgamate and become one. That would be a great thing to to get to. I'm not seeing it today, but we still, there's huge steps here. Huge. And I really feel good about it. I'm now checking around the rim to see if there's anything I need to address. And I see one symbolic individual on the rim. Actually, there's two or three. It's more like a section of the rim where there's two or three people symbolically that are still sort of in the darkened state. And I really want to ask the higher self why they're bringing this to my attention. The darkened state doesn't mean bad or evil, guys. It just means that it's a way to bring my attention to them, uh, that something's going on. Okay. These individuals have seem to have a tremendous uh, tremendous issue with lack of self-love. I would almost call it self-hatred. And they find it very, very difficult to... To move with much of this healing today and you know that happens sometimes we just can't see that we're worth it Uh, I just worked on somebody the other day who was like a soul lost she just there was a part of her that felt so lost and that life was just completely um, why bother okay why bother with life it was so deep and dark and I was able to to move it a lot, but I was focusing just on that one person, and it was a private session, so it was a lot longer. These three individuals are carrying a lot of it. I'm not going to be able to focus just on them today, but I would like the higher selves to please um, move in through and around and begin to activate whatever they are ready to release of the self-hatred and the despair and the pain and the suffering and the sorrow that has literally prevented them from fully moving into the healing of the, the male and female nature. They, have, they did step forward. That means that they, are, they did take the healing in, and they will use it uh, on, uh, when they are ready to use it, but they aren't yet ready to use it because of this deep self-loathing that they're carrying. So I'm going to ask that the higher selves help with this to release this, to bring the energies in through and around, and it's actually working on all of us. Because all of us have parts of ourselves that don't love us, you know, proper self-love is very uh, important, but it's hard to get to because we have little pockets from all these little lifetimes where we felt terrible about ourselves. And so the lack of self-love is is important for all of us, and the higher selves, interestingly enough, is working for, on all of us with that, but I see the intensity on these three Because they seem to be symbolically three. It's just a section of people on the rim. And I'm just asking, you know, I'm seeing that they're really intensely being worked on. And what's being worked on is the self-judgment and the despair, the self-attack, the the belief in being a soul lost or a, a soul that's unredeemable there are many people who feel that way that they're so unredeemable and it comes from just lifetimes of being judged and by others and by ourselves and so this is very intense pattern for this section of the wheel and i'm working on it but all of us are getting it and i can really feel it at the heart level i can really feel this intense uh the intense pain behind this the very intense pain that, that uh is being neutralized at this point and i'm feeling a release on it i am feeling movement on it which is good the three on the whim are lightening up so to speak just symbolically showing me that they are going with this healing they are able to do to allow in the healing for this they 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 this needed to be done first for them and so uh, but the healing that I did before that isn't wasted, as I said. they are holding it in the soul bank, and when they get to the point of having released enough of this self hatred, they will be able to begin to pull in and utilize the healing that was done uh, on on the rest of us that we the rest of the conglomerate i mean they were in it too but they didn't take it in okay I want to really thank the higher self for bringing that to my attention I think it's important for all of us to know and to understand that we all carry elements of lack of self love and even though we may feel we really love ourselves there have been lifetimes where we haven't we need to also work on that it may not be to the level of real self hatred but you never know Um, so I always Whenever I hear a pattern, even if I can't relate to it, I work on it anyway, and often I'm surprised <laughs> that I carry it, too. So, okay, guys, with that, the higher selves are closing down, uh, It's just symbolically, they're closing down the forever now moment, and it's my indicator that the healing is drawing to a close, Whew. and I just have to take a few deep breaths myself, because that was pretty intense mm-hmm. for me. Um and, whoo, thanks for bearing with me, guys. I'm just, I need a drink of water. <laughs> okay. Well, I do have a lot more to say about the polarities, but I think I'm going to leave it for next week. I'm really a bit, in La La Land now, uh, as I often get, you probably remember when I do something like this. So, I just want to thank everybody for being a part of the show. I want to thank uh, Robin and Ryan too, even though he uh, won't hear this consciously, probably at least for a while. He, I want to thank both of them for taking part in the show and for sharing with, with me, and all others that have shared with me over the time. I just appreciate it because. I, you know, I told you, you don't know what's happening with other people unless you hear back. And I accept it because I've been doing the radio show for four years, so it's not like it's new. But still, it means something when someone does give you feedback, and I'm sure you all know what I mean. Okay, now, again, you can email me at Janet, at JanetRichmond.com. If you have questions, comments, requests, ideas, thoughts, and I will get back to you. And I would just appreciate if you guys, you know, take part, it would be wonderful. And also next week, the 6th, 7th, and 8th of February. Remember, I'll be at the Conscious Life Expo at the LAX Hilton. You can look it up and Google it and get all the info. And I thank all the listeners Because I really see how you guys participate. You do send your focus of attention. You do add to the healing energy. You are actively part of this work with me. And you give me the opportunity, too, to learn and to grow and expand. I'm just one of you guys. I've been doing it a little longer, perhaps. I've gained more experience, which I think certainly helps, so I can share with you all the, the mishigas that goes on in my life, but the the thing is that I can't do it with, I mean, I probably could do it without you, but it wouldn't be the same. It really wouldn't be the same. So thank you, guys, and I guess with that, again, thank you, Robin. I guess with that, I'm going to End the show. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.